trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life, raise your hand if you heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docuseries highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policy enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the Science on Lockdowns and Liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the Liberty Movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholshow.com forward slash follow the science. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C level executives to help them future proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. <laughs> Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us on another fun-filled episode. Of course, I am your humble host. And happy Friday. I know we made it through another week. And it is officially October. We are now into Q4 for all my other uh, business folk out there. So strap in. Hope you have a great end of the year. Uh, But as we start off the end of the year, we're going to talk about something we need to talk about. And that is... Well, at the end of the day, what are we trying to do? We're trying to increase collective happiness. And we do that by being the change we wish to see in the world. So the change we're focusing on today is the one thing that I think we all can do, and that is to be a good person. So Adam Krigler from The Adam Krigler Show joins the program to answer that very question. How do we, in fact, be a good person? Well, there's a lot to it, and uh, it includes some stuff like finding some values, some purpose, and, of course, surrounding yourself with good people. So, with that being said, on to the show, Adam Krigler here on The Brian Nichols Show. Hello, hello, great to be here. Adam, thank you so much for joining the program, and uh, thank you for bringing some positivity into the world. We were talking before we started recording here. It's something that we need in this era right now. It just seems there's so much negative news, and everywhere I look, people are depressed. They're talking about the future like there is no future. Yeah. But I think we got to start talking about the things that matter, 
I asked you how you were doing. You said, hanging out with my family, enjoying that. And let's dig into that, right? You know, being able sure. to hang out with your family, enjoy yeah. life. But I want people to know who you are first and why that means something to you. So Adam, introduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience, if you would. Well, hello. Thanks for having me on the show, first and foremost. Um, I am just uh, another average human being trying to make their way in life. In fact, tonight on my show, I'm going to be talking about celebrity status versus um, n- putting people on a pedestal kind of thing and how pe- we have our, our priorities all backwards. Like people are idolizing these people on the internet instead of realizing that, you know, they have friends in real life, family in real life, the the people around them that are very important. Um, you know, it's like, so me being here in my, with my family is, is super important for me. Uh, but who am I? I am, um, I, I host a show called The Krigler Show on YouTube where I talk about uh, current events, political stuff, a lot of space things. I, I love space. I, I like talking about the future of humanity, uh, whether that be energy, um, psychology, anything that goes along those lines. I also love ancient um, human anything, um, rather like the pyramids. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel I can go go off on it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so really quick, the pyramids, are sure. are they from the aliens? Uh, no, I believe that the humans built them. I, okay. I think I think humans built them. It wasn't built by slaves. It was actually an honor to work on them. Um, from my research of what I've found, um, I think that we um, focused more on vibrations and wavelengths and energy, and whereas now we focus on getting energy from burning fossil fuels, uh, which is just completely different. And I think if we went back to that, you know, magnetism, I mean, we live on a on a giant magnet. The Earth is a magnet and um, there's natural currents of energy that even Tesla was obsessed with the pyramids. He went and traveled to Egypt in his younger life, in his 20s and studied the pyramids and and studied the ancient lore of the ancient Egyptians because he wanted to understand what they did. And a lot of that, um, those studies came out later on in his um different inventions that he created in his life. So really cool stuff. It's funny how it like you see a reoccurring theme. So for my show, we focus a lot on applying the world of politics uh, from a a sales and marketing lens. And one of the things we talk about with uh, what makes a a good salesperson, and that's not your used car salesman that slaps the top of the car and says, Oh man, this guy here. Mm. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's genuinely, you, you have to be curious about the person you're talking to, to, to know what makes him tick. And True. what I, I found fascinating when you were going through, you, you're talking about, you know, Edison, you're talking about Tesla. They have to have this genuine curiosity. You have to be interested yeah. to the point that you want to go above and beyond to learn not just, you know, you know what it is, but why? Why does it exist? Why does it work? And that's why I was curious, um, you know, just your, your, your thought there, because I do see right now, I apply that question to the world today. There's a, a growing sentiment. Um, and I, I'm sure you feel it. It's it's either a you have the growing sentiment of we need more top down control to keep us safe. And then this other mentality of, dude, just let me live. You know, don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Freedom. Let me be a, a, a free. Was it supposed to be my body, my choice? Right. Wasn't that the argument? And we're seeing yeah. this dichotomy split. What do you think True. is causing that, Adam? Oh, my. Uh... I know it's a, it's a big one there. <laughs> What do I think is causing that? Uh, well, I, I feel like, man, how do I even start this? 
you know, this, this whole top down, the government needs to control everything, which is, it's going under the assumption that people are idiots, that people can't handle life on their own. And the problem with that is it's kind of true in some sense. Like we have lost our ability to grow our own food, build our own shelters, like learn how to be self-sufficient. Most humans nowadays in America, I'm more specifically, I'm American. I live here. You know, it's like we have, we don't have to worry about those things, but that was the fundamental like life of all human beings for 99% of human existence on this planet was worrying about making sure you had food stored for the wintertime, making sure that you have, um, you know, shelter. And that, that was it. If you had that, you were doing good. You were doing well in life. And, you know, then you were able to prosper and have kids and stuff like we don't have that anymore. Uh, but then, you know, the, the whole libertarian side of it, it's like, don't, don't tell me what to do. You do you. I'm going to do me. I love that. I, I, I love that uh, vibe because I, I feel that. And I, I am an optimist. I like to think that most people um, want the best in others. Some of them are quite misguided on how they think they should go about that. Um, and the government has essentially, from what I've seen, is convincing a lot of people that they need the government to be able to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Um this utopia that is an impossibility. It doesn't exist. You can't have a place where everyone agrees on every single thing and it's, they they won't accept anything less, which is nuts. So they're clearly not libertarians in that sense. Um, I feel like I, I've, I handled some of the question, but reiterate the question for me again. Well, I feel it, like I'm no, it's okay because I, I it was a loaded question. There's a lot there to unpack. It was, it was what caused yeah. the split between where we are right now with the security mindset and the freedom mindset. But there's one thing really quick before we go back to that. I was I was writing this down because you mentioned that people sometimes can't handle things. And that's true. And I think right. part of the reason is we've seen this this abdication from the personal responsibility or looking to yep. outside of government, some type of entity that can help hold you accountable. So I think instantly like look what? at the, the exactly religion has crumbled, right? We've seen organized okay. religion across the board has crumbled, especially in, in the yeah. Christian sense in America. Yeah. It's not it's a shell of its former self. Um, I would say, you know, you need to see focus on personal fitness, on health, like taking care of yourself. You, yep. You've seen uh, who's the, the number one uh, di- demographic of people being at risk. It's if you're morbidly obese True. Um, or you're over or, or you're older. So if you're overweight yep. or o- obese, what are we why are we glorifying that if that's right. what's putting you higher at risk? Body positivity, is- Brian. God, Body. Pos- <laughs> you know, it's interesting, though. We, we I, I brought up the ancient Egyptians um, and in, in the lore of, of what happened with ancient Egyptians, they believed in the, the weight of the heart. Um, when you died, um, Osiris would weigh your heart. And if it was heavy, because you were guilty, because you did, you sinned essentially, um, you would go to the underworld. You wouldn't, yep. you wouldn't be able to go to the afterlife and, and survive. But there was these priests in, in ancient Egypt that started selling, statues and you know oh buy this this um expensive golden statue and it will give you peace of heart so now you can buy yourself um into the afterlife now you don't have to actually worry about being a good human being 
So you mentioned the fall of religion and it's, it's very, it's eerily similar to what we're seeing nowadays. People don't care about being good people. They don't care about being virtuous. I mean, to everyone, right? I mean, I, I like to be who I am a hundred percent of the time. I don't care who's in front of me, right? It doesn't matter what gender, skin color, anything. If you're cool with me, I'm going to be cool with you. I'm going to help you out. Even if I don't even know you, right? I'll, I'll go out of my way to help anyone. That's just, I mean, that's being a good person. Like people should want to aspire to do that. But, you know, society has taught us to worry about ourselves, move out of your parents' house, get your own job, live on your own. You can be whatever you want. You're a star. You're the one. It's like we got here by community. We got here by helping humans and and teaching each other stuff. So we're, we're like with the fall of religion, we're also losing this sense of community because there is a huge amount of community that resides in religion in churches i I actually grew up uh, going to church my grandparents took me to church when i was younger and there was always friends that would come over and we'd have you know big gatherings of people it's like it's not like they were talking about god the entire time they were just being together and helping each other build decks and you know whatever it was you know just um I don't know. We're losing a lot of that. And it's almost like we're finding out we could just buy our way or not, not even worrying about the afterlife. Cause everyone's just as like, whatever life is now, which I actually agree with. We should be focused on the now. I think that's a, a secret in life that people don't realize how important that is. Um, but you see what I'm saying? How mm-hmm. similar it is? Oh yeah. Well, and what's your legacy too? That I think that's the other question right. people aren't asking. What what yes. what am I going to be known for? There, I always mm. start off whenever I have a new hire. Um, I lead a sales team in the greater telecom cybersecurity world, and okay. whenever we sit down, um, we'll be you know going through goals, and I'll, I, it's a morbid question, but I'll say when the time comes that they're writing your obituary, they'll say, John Doe, he was known for what, and what what do you want that line to be? And yeah. I think for a lot of people, it's overwhelming because they're like, ah, I don't I don't know. But if you start to really aim, aim big and have that lofty goal and yeah. start to to reverse engineer, figure out how you can obtain that goal. Suddenly you see a pathway and it becomes much more easy. I, I talked to my sales team. You know, if you were to start out every single month and say I have to hit my quota and you look at that number, and it's, it's insurmountable. Well, mm-hmm. OK, what, what, what do you do? It, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So start small. And work your way up, and suddenly you hit your quota. I mean, we just had a you know one of my my uh, other sales guys here at my company. He mm-hmm. just uh, pulled in like an eleven k deal, just wow. just out of out of uh, you know just out of the back pocket, um, and that you know pushed us over our entire company um, goal just just like that. And it's stuff like that that I think we need to be encouraging, encourage more greatness, encourage the good things instead mm-hmm. of tearing those people down when you see the success. And yeah. let me ask you this: I mean, Adam, is is that the secret? Is just constantly surrounding yourself with good people, successful people who are having those higher aspirational goals. Yeah. Um, but something that you, you said made me think about uh, like our legacy, right? What What is, what are we going to leave behind? But also what is our purpose? As mm-hmm. we move forward in life, we are getting more and more automated. We have like those things, food. We, we have warehouses of robot 3D, printer like robots that are planting feeding food that will grow for us picking the food and giving it to us so like 
everything's being automated. We don't have to worry about food. We don't have to worry about shelter. I mean, they could 3D print shelter, but it's like all these things. What is going to become our purpose in life in 20, 30 years when everything is automated? Everything. I mean, everything. And it's only a matter of time because AI is exponentially getting stronger. Um, the whole robotics, I don't know if you, you know, Boston Dynamics, like they're Robots are doing dances and, and flips and it's like, yep. it's only a matter of time before they have a humanoid robot that can walk around and do the things that we do uh, and people and VR is incredible. It's like, you know, there's going to be a switch where suddenly we aren't even needed to take care of the base um, needs of humans. So what becomes our purpose? We're already having issues with lack of purpose nowadays because that purpose, like you said, like, Okay, hitting quota, that becomes someone's purpose. I mean, it's temporary. It's per the job that they're working on, but, you know, and it's not necessarily a personal thing. It's for the business that they work for. But, you know, what what is a purpose for us, you know, as human beings? And we really need to figure something. That's why I like space so much, because I feel like we could, if we unlock how to travel space, you can go in every single direction from Earth and explore and there, there, it opens up a whole new avenue for purpose. Uh, I mean, I was, I grew up on Star Trek as well. I love Star Trek and I feel like I'm actually witnessing the birth of space exploration in the, in the age of human, of humans. And it's amazing. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that lack of purpose for a second because sure. y- yeah. you said that and a light bulb went off in my head. So I, I'm from upstate New York originally and. Okay. Um, very, very rural. I mean, and like, you know, four and a half, five hours more north okay. of New York City, like far uh, up there. Okay. Yeah, Canadian border. And right. we've seen in the past 10, 15 years, number one, just severe, severe increase in obesity. I think it's a third of the people now in upstate New York considered either obese or morbidly or morbidly obese. That's yeah. number one. Number two, alcohol, uh, alcoholism has been skyrocketing through the, the roof. And then the third part has been um, drug overdoses, specifically the opioid epidemic. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking now, it's not just upstate New York. I'm no, but it makes part. sense. Now I'm, I'm thinking, why was it upstate New York in, in my context? And a lot of the people who are getting hurt are those old, it would have been your, your blue collar industrial worker or your farmers. Yep. And it's, it's just gone. It, those yep. roles are no more. And it's really sad because what we saw was this old mentality of you were, and as you were saying, you were your job. You, if you worked in the factory, you were part of the machinery, essentially. That's what your your job was. And that was the value you brought to the table. But now that that value can be literally not only replaced overnight, but then exponentially increased in terms of what else it can do in the future, just by the the thing doing the thing that it does, that is AI and yeah. learning and, and getting better. I mean, we use a, a, a voice transcription tool here for the show to transcribe the episodes okay. and it learns my voice every single time better and better and better and picks up on phrases I use. So then you might see, you know, at the very beginning of some of the episodes back in the very early days, some of the, the the words will be off here and there, but as it gets better, those phrases, it will start to figure it out. Oh, that's what he's saying. Yeah. And it's fascinating because I could have hired somebody to do that. And that was somebody's job to do that. But now that's just completely taken over. Yep. And what does that person do? You know, you have to figure out what can I do my, my feature or benefit? How can I put that into a package that creates value? 
And I think it is that value creation that breeds that success we are talking about and and then helps marry that sense of purpose. And because people have not been able to attach themselves to that sense of value, they themselves feel they don't bring any value. And it leads to this depression. We see the increase in suicides, the increase in alcoholism. I mean, I've lost way too many good friends who are under the age of 30 to suicide in the past five years. And, And a lot of them are either A, because of, of drug related um, incidents. So either, you know, car accidents from drunk driving, overdoses or suicide. And yeah. it's it's tragic because a lot of the, the situations could have been avoided had we saw. And I really don't want to point fingers, but I think we really have to look at what's happened. You see an education system that doesn't foster like true learning and, sure. and curiosity. It tells you how to take a test. And, yep. and if you, it tells leave, you how to think, right. And if you get out of school and that's what, you know, but you don't know how to apply it to critical thinking in right. real life, suddenly it's like, okay, where's the next test to take? There is no next test to take. Your next right. test, what, what are you doing for adding value to the world? Right. And then they just kind of get stuck doing whatever job it was. And I, I'm sad because I think that there, there needs to be more opportunity for those people. So, I mean, Adam, what, what would you say to those people who they feel that they don't have that sense of value, I mean, what should they be looking to do to make a change in their lives? Helping others. Mm. I, I think that that is it. I mean, it's we bring it back to community. You know, we have gotten here by helping each other, right? So what what can we do? It's like y- y- you can find some sort of something. I mean, stop focusing on you for a little bit. I mean, I, um, if you... Man, like really, I, I got to just say, like, I don't have the answers, right? This is, I'm not, there, there's no answer for anything. You know, it, it's, it's not so easy and it's not going to work for everybody to just go out and start helping others. But it feels good when you go out and help someone else, you get a, a feeling of, I don't know, a, a positive energy. Like you help someone, you're putting out positive energy into the universe and that is a start, right? You said you, you, you can't just eat an elephant with in one sitting. You have to eat what's one bite at a time. I've never heard that phrase, but, um, it, it makes sense. Like start, right? Do something. Um, it, life is overwhelming. Life is, um, a pain and it's tough to really, um, make your, dent in the world and some people never do and that is a truth that we need to learn from a a young age we're not taught that we're taught that we can do anything that's not true we can do we can be who we want to be but we have to work hard it is not an easy thing to just like become insert whatever you want to do you know you got to work for it and and people nowadays are spoiled. Like we don't have to work that hard to get certain things. Some people are really lucky, but one thing is true. Um, we, we aren't, this is quote that it keeps popping in my head. It's popped in my head a couple of times. Those who worry about microaggressions have never had to deal with macro dangers. Hmm. We, we have taken care of the macro dangers in life. Yep. Now, what is it now that what is a macro danger? Okay. A hurricane, maybe if it hits your town, a tornado, um, I, I don't know, a plane crash or I mean, I don't even want to say war because I, I don't want to jinx us, but my goodness, um, we finally got out of the war, um, that 
probably shouldn't have been in in the first place, but that's a, a neither here nor there. Um, what is, what is the macro dangers that we deal with? We don't, we don't deal with them. People don't understand how good we have it. And that, that now that that's the new baseline, now they're getting entitled. Now they're being offended by stupid things. That's why this whole where we are with like the PC police and the push cult or, um, uh, SJW movement. It's like they are needing a purpose because they don't have it. We talked about purpose. So they're finding purpose in this new rage, right? Uh, anger is addictive, right? They, they, man, I'm, I'm like, my, my mind has always been working on, uh, the problems in society. It's kind of like, cause I, I'm my daily show. I'm always, I'm, my eyes are glued to the news. I'm reading what the internet's angry about, what, you know, news is popping. And these people just are so angry. But then I look at them and what they're doing in their lives and they're not focused on themselves. They're focused on others and they're focused on being a victim. And that spoiled attitude that we, since we got rid of all the macro dangers has led us here. And then now those people are having kids and then those kids are even more entitled and more like, you know, the world isn't helping me. And then you even mentioned, you know, education, education systems, teaching them to hold their hand through life. Like, let me hold your hand through. All right. Good luck with life. They're like, what is this? This isn't easy. This is your fault because it's not easy. No, it's it. Life is is not easy. You got to work hard for life. Life is tough. If you don't work for it, you're going to be left behind and they're getting left behind. Sorry, we all end, have end no, of rant. That's, no, it's <laughs> phenomenal because I think we're all sitting there. We all know we have that one friend, the eternal student. They're always in college and they never leave to get a real job. And then yep. they're like, well, what value are you creating? It's like, I have a real job. I'm out doing, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm creating things. I don't know. Um, But like, I think part of in this, you, 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 as you're going through, you mentioned this it made me think of the fact that some people, I think they don't have a sense of that purpose and they look to that collective anger as that, that purpose. Like exactly if that collective anger, if I can channel into that and I'm part of this hive, then that is my purpose. Yeah. And that's scary. That that's a scary. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. The board. That, that, <laughs> uh, but I would say think. one, one thing I, I was thinking and I see this in the, in the sales world. We can even apply this to real life is, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody says, Brian, I want to get better at sales. What should I do? And I say, you know, you, you mentioned you got to put in the hard work, but I would always find who do you want to be? You know, is yeah. it somebody at the company like and and men, like, go and have them be your mentor, like beg them. Say, I, I will literally I'll wash your car. I'll, I'll you know, pick your kids up from school, whatever yeah. you want. Just teach me because. Yeah the best thing to do is to, to shadow the successful people in life. It's true. And I mean, that, that's what I did when I went and I started working at my day job is I, I found the best sales guy. And I realized that what he was doing was successful was he was actually going out and knocking on doors and meeting people face to face. And he was building those relationships that would transcend a cold call. He would now have the, the human connection. And yep. I was like, I should do that. And guess what? I did. And it, it launched my career. And that was something that I, I took to the bank in terms of always be learning and looking for those who have been successful. So let's let's as we go to the tail end of the conversation, Adam, 
when you're giving, uh, you know, when you're giving advice to people out there, they say, Adam, how do I be the best person I can be? Which I think that's going to be the episode today is, is how to be a good person. Um, I like that. You know, obviously we, we've gone through, you have to put in the hard work, yeah. find somebody that you want to, uh, to, to, you know, emulate and just be a good person, do good, yeah. help other people. But when push comes to shove, how does somebody know that they've been a good person? Is, is there, is there something that they can, they can go check off a box or is it more of that feeling that you were talking about that you did, you did good. How does one know? Isn't well, that tough? A, yeah, because it's a, a perception issue. Like we see these people that are, um, whether or not you agree with them, I, I personally, I do not. Uh, this push culture or uh, PC police, um, SJWs, they're, they're fighting against anything that doesn't adhere to their ideology. And the problem lies is they think they're doing good. They truly believe that, if you don't believe everything they do, you're evil and they're doing doing great work for society because it's fixing what's wrong, you know, and I, I don't agree. I And you, there will never be a, a world where everyone agrees. Right. So what is doing good? Right. What is being a good person? That to, that that answer is different for every single person. Um so it's it's not an answer that's very easily or a question that's easily answered because, it, you know, there's billions of us, billions of human beings on this planet and everyone's different. Everyone's experiences are drastically different. Some may be the same, but for the most part, we're all very different people that have different needs and different virtues and different everything. Right. So the best you can do is do your best, right? Someone asked me if on my show months ago, they said, if you had one bit of advice to give uh, the world, what would it be? And I said, don't let yourself stay a victim, right? Being Victims exist, real exist, like victims. Things happen where um, you're, it's not in your control. But whether or not you remain the victim is the most important decision you can make for yourself. Do not remain the victim. Fight for what you deserve. And if you are accepting something, you deserve it. So don't accept anything less than what you need for your life. And and don't be a victim. You know, it's a choice. Yes, it can happen. Like you can, someone could hit you in your car and you know, you were a victim of a car accident, right? Just as a random example, but you're not going to sit there and talk about it for a couple months. Like, man, I can't believe that I got hit by a car two months ago. It's like, see, it's, it's kind of silly. Now scale that up to many different, these people are now convinced that because of their gender, they're victims. And it's like, okay, there might be people, a, a couple people out there that are bullies but I grew up in the era of sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I don't care what other people think about me because I'm going to do me. But these people are monetizing victimhood and it is, uh, it's, it's ruining us. We, we are, we're, we're, we're growing soft as, as a human society. And it's, it's sad. It's sad. Well, that's why we have to do what we're doing. And that is having this conversation and yeah. showing people the path forward. And I think at, 
to the point that we raised at the very beginning of the episode, there are a lot of people who are looking, what what do I do? What can yeah. I do? Well, here is the template, how to be a good person. And uh, yeah, you got to do it caffeinated. So make sure you head over to Krigler Coffee. Uh, <laughs> we'll include that link there in the show notes. Nice. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Adam, people obviously are going to really enjoy this conversation today. And I want to make sure that I can point them towards you to continue this conversation. So uh, for the audio listener, they can go ahead and follow you. Uh, uh, it's the Krigler show on YouTube. You can also find me on all different podcast platforms. Um, but I, I, I just want to add one thing. I truly believe that most people are good, are good people that want good for others. And it feels like there's a screaming minority that is demanding for purpose and they're finding it in the wrong area. Um, so just remember, you're not alone and most people are good. And I feel like we will prevail. The, the people that are good out there that want the best for, for everyone. I think if we just remain optimistic and keep fighting for us, everyone, right? We're all in this together. We have one planet we're living on. Um, we, we got no other, other place to go. Um, so. Thank you. Yeah. But follow me on the Krigler show on YouTube. I, I do a daily uh, show Monday through Friday, 630 Eastern time. I go for about an hour. I usually talk about three or four different segments. And uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I have a, an amazing chat. Best chat on all of YouTube. Uh, no comparisons. Adam, it's been a blast. And folks, if you want to, uh, yes, uh, actually continue that conversation, I will make it easy for you, of close, uh, of course. Click the uh, show artwork in your podcast catcher. It'll bring you right to the Brian Nichols Show show notes where you can go ahead and not only see all of today's entire episode transcribed for you, uh, but also you can find all 350-plus episodes of the Brian Nichols Show, including uh, Adam's bio, so you can go ahead and uh, click his social media. And, of course, go ahead and subscribe to the Adam Krigler Show. Adam, thank you so much, my friend, for joining us here on today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me. Have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people's stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty apparel, check out the rest of the amazing Proud Libertarian store while you're over there. And be sure to use code TBNS at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. That's right, 10% off your entire order from Proud Libertarian, including everything over at the Brian Nichols Show shop. And all you have to use is code TBNS at checkout. One more time, head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop and check out the brand new Brian Nichols Show store over at Proud Libertarian and use code TBNS at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up our conversation with Adam Krigler. If you enjoyed the conversation, well, do me a favor. Make sure you go ahead and give it a share. When you do, go ahead and tag Adam and, of course, give yours truly a tag as well. But, folks, that's all I have for you today. Thank you for for being an amazing audience. I know yesterday, uh, Thursday, uh, September 30th was International Podcast Day, and I just want to give a special freaking shout out to you. Why? Because you guys help make The Brian Nichols Show one of the top 2% podcasts globally out of over 2 
8.6 million podcasts out there. So thank you for helping grow The Brian Nichols Show to be reaching that many people to be in the top 2% globally. And of course, it would not be without you. So with that being said, folks, thank you for joining us on today's episode. Coming up here tomorrow on Saturday, good friend and awesome, awesome person overall, Remzo Martinez. God, I'm so I'm so honored to have a great friend like Remzo in my life because Remzo not only tells you uh, like it is, but he also has an amazing show where he'll continue to tell you like it is over on On the Run with Remzo W. Martinez, but he's taking over the Brian Nichols show as uh, we head over into Saturday. Strap in, Remzo's going to talk about jujitsu, dinosaurs, fight clubs, and freedom. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. But with that being said, folks, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on the Brian Nichols show for Adam Krigler. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.